This is our devotional commentary for First Chronicles chapter 10. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. Now the Philistines fought against Israel, and the men of Israel fled before the Philistines and fell slain on Mount Gilboa. And the Philistines overtook Saul and his sons, and the Philistines struck down Jonathan and Abinadab and Malkishua, the sons of Saul. The battle pressed hard against Saul, and the archers found him, and he was wounded by the archers. Then Saul said to his armor-bearer, Draw your sword and thrust me through with it, lest these uncircumcised come and mistreat me. But his armor-bearer would not, for he feared greatly. Therefore Saul took his own sword and fell upon it. And when his armor-bearer saw that Saul was dead, he also fell upon his sword and died. Thus Saul died, he and his three sons, and all his house died together. And when all the men of Israel who were in the valley saw that the army had fled and that Saul and his sons were dead, they abandoned their cities and fled, and the Philistines came and lived in them. The next day, when the Philistines came to strip the slain, they found Saul and his sons fallen on Mount Gilboa. And they stripped him and took his head and his armor and sent messengers throughout the land of the Philistines to carry the good news to their idols and to the people. And they put his armor in the temple of their gods and fastened his head in the temple of Dagon. But when all Jabesh Gilead heard all that the Philistines had done to Saul, all the valiant men arose and took away the body of Saul and the bodies of his sons and brought them to Jabesh. And they buried their bones under the oak in Jabesh, fasted seven days. So Saul died for his breach of faith. He broke faith with the Lord, in that he did not keep the command of the Lord and also consulted a medium seeking guidance. He did not seek guidance from the Lord, therefore, The Lord put him to death and turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Jesse. With the genealogies behind us, we come now to the narrative portion of the book. The writer's attention will be on David for the next 20 chapters, all the way to the end of 1 Chronicles. But where is he? In chapter 10, the whole chapter seems to not be about David at all. He only appears in the very last verse as the Lord turned the kingdom over to David, the son of Jesse. First Chronicles 10 is, in fact, concerned with David's predecessor, Israel's very first king, Saul. But all that it records is Saul's death. We're not told of his promising start and initial popularity among the people, we are not given information about the long conflict between the house of Saul and the house of David. There is no description of the slow decline of Saul's house or the gradual strengthening of David's house. Why not? Because none of that is relevant to the purpose of the chronicler. He has read First and Second Samuel, And he is assuming that we've also read those books. There's no need to retell the whole story. 
The writer is only interested in the last and most significant event in Saul's reign as king, the defeat of his armies by the Philistines at Gilboa. He concentrates on this one great disaster, then adds a moral to the story. The reasons for Saul's downfall was that he did not keep the command of the Lord and he did not seek guidance from the Lord. Verses 12 and 13. Saul has been unfaithful and disobedient. David, by contrast, will be faithful and obedient. Yes, we all know that David could also be impulsive, lustful, heartless, and indulgent. But to find David depicted with all his flaws, one must read the books of Samuel. Chronicles will depict him more glowingly as the man after God's own heart. It's not that the writer intends to flatter David or bend the truth about him. Remember, he knows what we know, and he knows that we know. But he is unashamedly selective in what he writes in order to show that David really was the greatest king of Israel. And he was. The Lord expects his people to obey him. And Saul, as their leader, should have been a role model for them. Sadly, he willfully disregarded God's word instead. How? On two occasions, Saul did not keep the word of the Lord that was spoken by the prophet Samuel, 1 Samuel 13 and 15. And another time, he sought counsel from a medium, 1 Samuel 28. But he never showed true repentance for his sins. Saul was rejected as king because he lacked the one quality that ultimately mattered, a heart for God. Leadership is serious business. There is no room for half obedience or half-hearted commitment. The centrality of God's word has always been the hallmark of godly leadership. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com, and I'll meet you again next time as we abide, living daily in the Word. Of God.